Hello, everyone, and a warm welcome to Ben Squared, a brief but action-packed Invesco podcast seeking to share insights on the major market events in just 10 minutes. Uh, I'm Ben Gusseridge, resident host and director of Model Portfolios, and our resident expert guest is Ben Jones, our director of macro research. And I don't use that word expert lightly, reserving it only for those most deserving, such as Ben and, of course, myself. Anyway, Ben, how are you? Enjoying the market reprieve? Hi, yeah. Hi, Ben. Um, yeah, interesting. I mean, very stormy week um, over here in London, um, weather-wise. But actually, the the market was um, was pretty good. There was a, a sea of green, and so yeah, enjoying that that pleasant reprieve for a, for a little bit. I'm not sure it will last, but uh, but let's see. Okay. Well, before we dig too deep into sort of recent market action and actually focusing on earnings. Uh, today, the recent earnings season. I want to remind the audience this recording is intended for UK professional investors only, shouldn't be considered as investment advice, and that any capital invested is always capital at risk. And we also ask the audience to kindly hang on after the conversation's finished to hear some further important messages. Okay, so as I said, before we discuss earnings, Ben, it's been a better week for stock markets, a sea of green, as I've heard one expert uh, call it. Uh, Can you give us the catalyst, you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, basically, it was the um, the bond market rally, um, and the, obviously, the logical question is, well, why did um, bond yields fall? Why did bonds rally? Um, certainly, I've been saying recently that I don't think that's the the general path of least resistance for for bond markets. Um, but what we got over the last week or so was um, slightly softer macro um, data. So um, some of the jobs numbers a little bit softer, some of the wage numbers in there a little bit um, softer. Um, and that has had the catalyst of, of driving things like the Atlanta Fed's GDP nowcast numbers um, down quite heavily. Actually, it's gone from about over 5% down to a little over 1% in the space of a, a week and a half or so. Um, and the idea being that if we are seeing some of those softer growth numbers in there, um, that in turn is going to feed through into further softness in inflation numbers. And that means that central banks are closer to, to cutting rates um, potentially. Now, um, I think there are going to be some um, cracks in that narrative over the medium term, but that's certainly what the market has latched onto over uh, recent weeks. So, it kind of what you've had is bad news is good news for bond markets, which in um, extension is good news for um, equity uh, markets as well. OK, well, as tempting as it is to explore those cracks a bit further um, as it relates to the equity market strength, we'll be sure to do that in future podcasts. And we must try and keep the content uh, varied. And so uh, we want to discuss uh, earnings. You know, we're, I think we're mm. about halfway through the earnings uh, season for Q3. And, and my, my assessment before any earnings season is management talk earnings down and then about, you know, two thirds, three quarters of businesses um, uh, beat those earnings expectations by design. And actually, it's not such a big market event. But how wrong am I on that? Are we seeing a different pattern this time? Uh, are there any and, and how are markets responding uh, to to earnings? Uh, you're not wrong in that assessment, Ben. I think that's a really good summary of the way that generally companies operate, particularly um, in the US. Um, and in fact, actually, I would say in the US, your number is closer to about 80% is on average um, where companies come in and beat on the the earning side. Um, that ratio is always a little bit lower in Europe and it's even lower in, in Japan. But certainly through time, there are these sort of consistent ratio of beats um, versus misses for the reasons that you um, describe. Um, and broadly speaking, when it comes to an earnings perspective, Q3 earnings so far has kind of followed that pattern. 
earnings have come in better than expected. In fact, if I look at the S&P 500, 81% of companies so far have beaten their um, earnings expectations, which is more or less bang in line with the historical average. There is a but, though, and it's quite a big but, is that earnings is only one component of it. If you look at the revenue side of things, actually, that's where we're seeing um, far fewer beats um, compared to what we would historically see. And that is true in both the US and in Europe. So although earnings delivering revenues, top line numbers are not, they're coming in much, much softer. Um, obviously, what that does mean is that at the moment, margins are holding up reasonably well um, for, for companies uh, right now. Your next question was, um, how is the market reacting? Um, well, I would say the market is reacting by punishing those companies that are missing much more heavily than the normal. Um, the companies that beat on, on the upside are generally delivering returns in line with historically what we would normally expect to see. But really, it's the misses that are being punished quite heavily at the moment. Okay, so this is, um, as you say, yeah, yeah, getting punished more heavily than the, the positive surprises are being rewarded. Um, always sort of keen to talk about some of the major sort of sectors and, and how mm. they're doing. I've got sort of one eye on energy, Ben, because I know it's yeah. like one of the sectors that uh, you, you've discussed and, 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 and like based on previous discussions. Uh, but uh, energy or any other sectors that you want to talk about that uh, have caught your eye? No, I mean, energy is a really good place to start, actually, Ben, because um, if you look at um, the proportion of beats versus um, misses, um, in the US, about 65% of companies, have, uh, energy companies, sorry, have beaten expectations. In Europe, it's about 46%. So it's not right up there as the sector that's sort of seeing the best beats um, at the moment. Um, but and it is also the area where we're seeing earnings declining on a year on year basis. So one of the interesting things is if you take out both energy and materials, what we've seen is um, US earnings, S&P 500, this is growing about 8% year on year. So there is actually earnings growth there. Energy earnings, materials earnings have contracted um, over the, um, the last year. Um, now, you might say, oh, crikey, well, that, that undermines Ben's story for being really positive on, on energy and, and commodity uh, markets. Well, actually, it kind of doesn't because the base that we're looking at, um, 2022, was when um, oil prices and commodity prices were um, very, very elevated. So even though um, we're seeing some declines in year-on-year -year earnings growth. Actually, the level that we're at here is still much, much higher than we've seen really over the preceding decade or so. Um, and if you listen to what the energy and materials companies are talking about, it's still around capital discipline. So consistent theme that they've been talking about for at least the last 18 months or so, um, but also returning capital to shareholders in the form of dividends, um, but also some increased buybacks we've seen announced over the last couple of weeks or so. So energy companies have actually continued to perform reasonably well through um, earnings season. And if you look at how analysts are reacting to the results that are coming out and what um, these companies are saying about their future guidance, it's where we're seeing by far and away the, the strongest degree of upgrades um, at, the, um, at the moment. So yes, you might look at some of those headline numbers and see, oh, maybe there's a bit of weakness. But actually, when you do dig into them, it's a much, much better picture. Um, for these companies and as, as we've talked before they are still very very attractively valued at these uh, these levels at the moment so i would say i'm still pretty positive on these nothing in early seasons has made me change my mind there 
Okay, thanks, Ben. Sorry, flip-flopping here a bit as, as host. Apologies for this. But in your prior answer, you talked about margins being like a, a good uh, a, a source of support for this earnings season. Do, do you have any com- and, and revenue under a bit of pressure? Do you have any comment about your view on, how, on whether margins can, can, sta- can sustain that, uh, that, that support for earnings? Uh, there's probably some areas where margins can can hold up, but but I am a bit worried about the um, the revenue side of things um, falling. And certainly, I was chatting to our global equity team um, a couple of hours ago, and the comment from them was that the, there's a key theme that's sort of coming through in Q, Q3 earnings, and it's definitely some weakness on the the consumer and the industrial um, side of things. And it's very much on the the demand is starting to slow over the um, over the summer period. So I think. That's probably the thing that we need to focus on and um, make a decision on whether that is going to extend into the, um, the back end of this year and then into 2024. In terms of the margin story, um, I would be worried about those margins remaining um, as sticky um, as they have been, um, given how elevated they are relative to, um, to history. Um, now, again, that varies from, um, from sector to sector. Somewhere like um, financials, for example, um, that's holding up really reasonably well on, on both sides of the equation um, at the moment, both the margins and the, the revenue side has been pretty, pretty decent there. So there are areas where you can see margins coming through, but I think to say that they're going to stay at these elevated levels for a protracted period of time, I think at the moment is, is a bit of a stretch. And that, that worries me as we head into 2024. Okay, and then to sort of round out, I know you've sort of touched on, you've, you've, you've made some geographical references um, so far, but could you sort of tidy it up for us? What, what, what are you seeing this side and the other side of the Atlantic in, in relation to earnings and, and um, uh, how markets are responding? Uh, in terms of how markets are responding, very similar. So the, the beats yeah. versus misses and things and the, the degree of underperformance from those misses is, is kind of being treated universally uh, across the globe um, at the moment. The the better earnings growth when you X out those commodity sectors is definitely coming through on the US at the moment, about 8% um, earnings growth compared to around about 3% in um, in Europe. Um, the other region that you and I have spoken about on this podcast before as well, and again, one that I'm quite um, uh, in favor of at the moment is Japan as well. And Japan is where you've seen the strongest earnings growth. Um, you've seen earnings come in 11% higher on a year-on-year basis. Um, and actually also that's where the revenue numbers have not been as weak. Revenue has basically been flat um, in Japan on a year-on-year basis. So the the brightest spot, I would say, is probably Japan from, uh, from this earnings season um, at, at the moment. Okay, right. Well, fascinating stuff, Ben. Thanks very much for taking, your ta- taking us uh, through all of that. We better wrap up there. Uh, lots to reference in future. Not least, as I said at the top of the uh, the podcast, thinking about bond yields and how that might uh, that that story might evolve and how it might impact markets, given it does seem to continue to be a crucial determinant for stock markets fortunes. Anyway, as usual, we'll be back in a fortnight, uh, but do reach out to either myself or Ben Jones on LinkedIn. Ben, of course, still on Twitter as well, uh, but also you can reach out to Investco Relationship Manager if you want to hear from any of us, and we'll be they will be sure to respond as would we. Uh, but before you leave us, do please listen to the following investment risks and information. The value of investments in any income will fluctuate. This may partly be the result of exchange rate fluctuations and investors may not get back the full amount invested. This podcast is intended 
intended for UK professional clients only and is not for consumer use. Views and opinions are based on current market conditions and are subject to change. This is marketing material and not financial advice. It is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any particular asset class, security or strategy. Regulatory requirements that require impartiality of investment or investment strategy recommendations are therefore not applicable, nor are any prohibitions to trade before publication issued by Invesco Asset Management Limited, authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.